Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. everyone, welcome to episode 53 of the Field of Geeks podcast. We are your hosts, I'm Josh. And I'm Mitch. So today we have a great show for you. We do. Get you in the mood for the holidays. All right. Even though we're not really going to be talking about holidays too much, but no. how have things been? Well, you know, after uh, watching The Room uh, this last weekend, <laughs> yes. you know, it, uh, it can only get better from here. Yes. Unless we wanted to watch Manos, Hand of Fate. Well, so. <laughs> yeah, it's on, it's on the list. We can watch that at some point. Open bar. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to do that. Keep Steve off uh, the phone playing <laughs> games. Well, you know, that movie is kind of, it gets <laughs> slow in parts until somebody gets knocked in the gut from the mention of underwear. So Yes, yes. We're, <laughs> we're uh, referring to our show we just put out a little bit ago, uh, The Room Commentary. It's uh, based on the 2003 film. Mm-hmm. Who, who directed again? Tommy Wiseau. And he didn't just direct. No, he produced and wrote the script. He's a renaissance man. He is the holy grail of everything. <laughs> I was listening today, actually, and uh, I was cracking up. Like, oh, yeah. I couldn't. Even, I didn't even see what we were seeing, you know, but I could hear just a reaction. And <laughs> well, you <laughs> have to, awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's. <laughs> I almost feel bad because we should have watched it first. But then again, we wouldn't have that first-time experience of watching, you know. I don't know if Steve would have joined us if he no. saw it first. No, I think he would have backed out we and needed found it yeah. fresh, yes. So, no, it was good. We haven't done a commentary for a while, so it was yep. really nice to, to do that. And <laughs> that was a movie to really rip apart. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. Oh, sequel. Who knows? I hope so. Trilogy. Yes. We wanted to remind you to check us out on Facebook podbean uh, youtube twitter itunes and our website fieldofgeeks.com yep it's our full catalog there you get to hear everything for free yeah and uh yeah go I check mean, it out we've gotten pretty much everything covered except for myspace yes yes yeah. and i don't think we want to go back in time is it gonna make a comeback or it might, it might. you know at it's least we've always got tom as a friend yeah. <laughs> there you go <laughs> I never felt alone in my space. It's like you have your first friend. Well, who is it? Oh, Tom. Why is he doing a calculus equation on a whiteboard? <laughs> He's still there. <laughs> and you can't unfriend him either. He's just always there in the background. I don't think I ever had a MySpace account. Yeah, so. eh, you're not missing much. No, no. I, I was late for Facebook, too. And I was, too. Yeah. It takes a while. It's all right. Uh, give you a heads up uh, to what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about... Uh, Kong, King Kong, <laughs> yeah, Green Hornet, CW programming, yes, uh, Fantastic Beasts, and mm -hmm. where to find them review, yeah, and a Star Wars affair. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> what do we have here? Well, That's not how the Force works. <laughs> oh my gosh. I also like to give a shout out to uh, Steve's comic blog. Yes, definitely go over there and, and read what he's yep. got to say. It's fantastic uh, content. Well uh, worth your time if you've got a couple minutes. I mean, it's it's not like you're reading a trilogy. No, you know, not like you're reading Lord of the Rings or a Harry Potter book. But it has a lot of good information. It's like the Reader's Digest of comic book. It takes out all the crap. And gives you all the good stuff. Yep, and he's got experience because he owns thousands of comics. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, yeah, I'd say that's an expert. That is to me. That's what I'd say. But yeah, check out his uh, site, steveskomicblog.com. Also, like to give a shout out to Plume Snake. Uh, it's a great creative collection made up of uh, comic artists and writers. Uh, just vast amounts of great stories brought to you digitally. Yes. They're actually offering a free seven-day trial right now. Yep. And what I like about it the most is uh, they said no credit card required. You know how you usually sign up yeah, for a free trial? Yeah, they get you that bait and that switch. That always and stops like, me. Oh, I'm like, crap. I don't want to give my credit yeah. card because I'll forget. And they know yep. that. That's mm -hmm. why they did it. So anyway, yeah. There's no really strings attached. Just no. go check No, and a great group of guys. Ex yeah. We've great had group. the pleasure of interviewing them a few times, and they're friends of the show. And yep. Likewise. 
So yeah, uh, check out them on uh, plumesnake.com. So uh, to get into the show, finally, uh, we're going to be talking about something very, uh, very popular in my uh, opinion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Casino Royale. Oh, Turned 10 years old. I still can't believe it. Because when you look at it, I mean, the uh, the choreography, the stunts, um, the whole storyline, it doesn't seem to get old. No. Um, no. And I still think, and when it came out, it was kind of at the popularity, or at least my age group, of uh, Texas Hold'em. Um, oh, right, yeah. And so when they were able to introduce that, yes, there was a guy like John Madden kind of giving a rundown, you know, oh, he needs, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. ace of spades to seal the deal here. But, you know, it wasn't corny. He was Mathis, the yes, character. Yes, Mathis. Yeah. And I don't, and he was a he was a good guy, too. He didn't seem fake or phony. No. Um, the weird thing was no Q. Yeah. Um, that was a little weird to get a hold of. But then again, first time you get to see Bond as Bond, um, his first assignment. Right. Um, I instantly fell in love with Vespa or Vesper. Is it Vesper? I think it's Vespa. Vesper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wonderfully cast uh, by Ava Green. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you could have gotten a better Bond lady. I think, I think lady. that's my favorite Bond girl. Yeah. Oh, by far. Amazing actress. But it's a hit and miss. A lot of people don't see that. But man, well, I, I don't know. Just you're always going to have those Sean Connery fans. Um, and I think it was a hard, um, a hard reboot because you had that Pierce Brosnan kind of over you know overblown like all these stunts and boom mm. you know horrible actresses uh, you know <laughs> they didn't uh they didn't really keep the feel and the the suave of the original i think Bond. they attempted but it just didn't work you know i think goldeneye was brosnan's best Bond yeah. movie i think yep. and i think after that just kind of at the time i thought they were getting better you know i kind of i yep. like them really paying a lot of homage to Bondisms, you know, mm-hmm. and they just overdid it, especially their last movie. Uh, the was, last movie he did, uh, Die Another Day. Oh, and that one was with Halle Berry? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That See, was... I haven't even seen that one yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, that might be a movie rip apart. <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> that pretty much ended uh, Pierce's career there, but. Well, I think a big part of it played into the fact that after that movie was made, um, what was it, 2000 or something like that, 9 11 happened. Yeah, and so the whole feel of the movie genre took a darker turn, True. and so they needed to reboot. And Jason uh, Bourne was popular, very yeah, and yeah. that was more serious. It was right. more action packed. So, yeah, I mean, this was a big deal. It was uh, Craig's first outing. Uh, Eon Studios, who made all the Bond movies, they yep. finally obtained the rights to Casino Royale mm-hmm. after a long, you know, long periods of time of you know, being owned by other people. And mm-hmm. so this was a brand new story to tell. Um, a mini book, wasn't it? Wasn't a mini series? It wasn't an actual full fledged James Bond book. I think it was a full fledged. Was it? But they okay. have, you know, the other stories have been mini series or like, yeah, just slight bookends or drawn out. From, yeah, yeah, right. And they kind of just merge them over time, mm-hmm. like, like most Bond movies don't match the books. Honestly, uh, Casino Royale I think is pretty damn close. It, it is. Um, they made one. I think what for. They made an old, old one. Woody Allen? Yeah. Yeah, Peter Sellers, I think, was in that. It was just a, a comedy. Which I feel bad, because Peter Sellers is a hell of an actor. Like, it was kind of a, I don't know, interesting for the for its time. Uh, it, actually, before Connery, there was an Americanized Bond that they actually did a Casino Royale yeah. TV movie. Yep. <laughs> they called him Jimmy Bond. <laughs> they Americanized him, you know. Hey, everybody... Awful. It's Finds Jimmy, Jimmy Bond. Bond, suave. Bond, Jimmy Bond. <laughs> I'll have the cheese whiz and cracker, please. <laughs> Hold the meat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's so, so suave. <laughs> <laughs> now dollop the top. <laughs> but yeah, I remember, I remember, you know, Craig's casting was against type. You know, we, you know, oh. grew accustomed to... Very handsome, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, I think Roger Moore, all, all of them really. Meant well, that. they were older. Um, they had a little bit more polished look. But I, I think the big thing was the dark hair and the fact that he came out and said that he was kind of against guns and Bond movies. And yeah. a lot of people threw an uproar about that. Yeah. But, but I mean, that it, was. It never went that, you know, I mean, no. like, yeah, I remember people being like, he's blind. He honestly looked like uh, a henchman. Yeah, I was not happy with his casting, but like a know, Sean Bean kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just kind of rugged, you know. Mm-hmm. But 
uh yeah i mean chicks dig them it's like yeah. austin powers so whatever but <laughs> it was different it was different i yeah. really was like because i wanted brosnan to have one more and um yeah so yeah i tried to be optimistic but i was kind of bummed you know but we got used to uh the formula and they just broke the formula and i think it was uh it was a big risk, obviously. It was. It was a big casting risk. Um, then after Casino Royale, they were kind of like, well, there's no more Bond books. So then there was, well, do we just remake the ones that have already been made? Thank God they didn't do that. Yeah. Um, they might eventually, though. I could see. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'll get them closer to the books. I mean, yeah. it's hard to tell. But um, yeah, I just remember the trailers at the time. For Casino Royale, you know, it was, it was uh, a darker Bond. Mm -hmm. Made me fear that it was going to be another license to kill. Yeah. Repeat. You know, that was Dalton's last mm -hmm. Bond movie, which was in 89. It was very dark. Yeah. Um, they put a dude in like a pressure. I do remember that. Oh and then they, gosh, then they opened the door and me out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh my God, what, what, what did I just see? Kind of like when you put a potato in the microwave. Yeah. Yeah. With <laughs> eyes. Yeah. Oh, Googly eyes. Yeah. <laughs> But I just remember seeing it finally. To me, it was it was a joy to watch. It just yeah. hit, it hit every note. You know, it just it just was was perfect. And uh, the black and white intro was stunning. Mm -hmm. And you know, the first time we didn't have the walking shot, yep. which was every movie before that. Uh, the visuals to the opening theme were amazing, and of course, Chris Cornell's "You Know My Name." Oh, great song! Best song of the Bond series yeah. to me, but. You know that that's disputable. In the entire series, you'd say? Or? I'd say so. Yeah, it's it's very catchy. Yeah, um, it's very good. And yeah, that opening was just it with was the cool. cards and the silhouettes. Yeah, and, yeah, it had a Mad Men. I think Mad Men were was out then. I think so. Yeah, popular AMC show. It just ended like a year ago, but they mm -hmm. had that kind of art. Yeah, that artistic take on it. Yeah, which you know, not everyone loved, but I, I dug it. I was like, this is really cool. This song was catchy. I even went out and bought the soundtrack oh did you they didn't put the song on the soundtrack what it was, it was all the oh the orchestra the... You okay know? orchestra so it was like seriously i bought this whole soundtrack and the <laughs> song i want the most isn't on there well you what know what the heck yeah but yeah it was it was great and lashif man that mm -hmm. was a great bond villain we really hadn't had a, a great villain like that in a long time no in my opinion that really Made you kind of fear him, even though he was kind of a weakling. Compared At the to end, the he was a weakling. People. Yes, yeah. yes. Because of the organization he worked for, mm -hmm. which later became Spectre. Quantum first, and then Spectre. Spectre. Yeah, so that was uh, obviously... He wasn't the most scary thing out of the out no. of Craig's run. He um, did scratch Daniel Craig's balls. Yes. Both oh balls. Oh my gosh, that scene was I was intense. laughing hilariously. Oh. <laughs> to the left, to the left. No, no. <laughs> to the left. Now everyone's gonna done no. Every guy in the audience me just leaned forward like. Ah. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Yeah, it was. Uh, but that Mads Mikkelsen, man, yeah. oh, true talent. And yes, he's finally getting his due. I mean, he's in Thank lots God. of movies. He was Hannibal on mm -hmm. the TV show, which I heard was wonderful. I, I never did see it. Yeah. Um, he was in Doctor Strange just recently. Yes, yep. did a great job in that uh, new Star Wars movie, Rogue One. He's going to yep. be in. I mean, just fantastic. This guy really is a true movie star. And the weird thing is that he, he's German, right? I believe so. But he looks Russian. Mm -hmm. Like he could play both if he wanted to. Yeah, that's that's like uh, a henchman. That's a good. But look. that's what he does. That's a good look. Yeah. many parts. Which I'd love to see him redo the Notebook, make it dirtier, <laughs> darker. <laughs> Who would be who would be opposite him? <laughs> I don't know. Kane Blanchett. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Carrie Fisher. <laughs> I, I don't know. But yeah, the movie had like it had texture to it, you know, like grit. You know, mm -hmm. it was I don't know, it just the lo the locales, the cars, the style, the you know, the suits. The chase scene. Yeah, yeah, him winning the car, the mm -hmm. Aston Martin, that plane scene with the gas. Oh. And the, oh. Yeah. I mean it just it was just beautifully done and course vesper lynn mm. you know oh my gosh every i wish she would have been in more of the series um maybe at least the second movie and then killed off yeah but you know she was i mean unfortunately that was her character's fate like she never i don't think she lasted after the first book oh didn't she 
No, she. Well, that makes sense. I, I mean, she Bond took never... sleeping pills in the book, so it was oh, really? a lot less dramatic than the. I like the what movie. they did in the movie, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, that scene. I mean, obviously we're spoiling a little bit, but yeah. when she finally like, well, if you haven't seen it in ten years, I mean, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Go out and see it. Yeah, listen to this first. It's all right. It's not. A, it's not gonna ruin your day. Spoiler, you know. Mm-mm. But yeah, when she just like does that gasp, it, like it really looks like she drowned for that, mm-hmm. that scene. Like she's just hanging there. I, I just like, how do you do that? When uh, what I really liked is when you knew Bond became Bond is when she goes, I'm sorry. When M goes, I'm sorry about that. And then at the very end, he goes, she's a bitch. And yeah. then just walks off. Right, right. Uh, well, and just, then yeah. when he got Mr. White, that that was just so That cool. was awesome. That was George Clooney's house they filmed that at. That no. Yeah. That's George Clooney's villa. house? Yeah. Jeez. It's just awesome. Like, he, he gets, get, Mr. White gets the yeah. call. This is the dude we've seen throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> And yeah. he's crawling up to the stairs, and you see, like, the shadow and I'm the glad steps. I'm glad it didn't end, you know, when it did. It yeah. was like, okay, well, let's kind of draw you into the next movie. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like it dragged on. Exactly. And then, yeah, just panning up. Mm-hmm. And my name's Bond, James Bond. James Bond will return. The theme. Yeah. Oh, man, it was just fantastic. I mean, it just, it promised uh, a amazing new direction, you know. Um, and sadly, I don't think it was ever achieved as great as that movie, you know, was, oh. I still think that's Craig's masterpiece. Like, I think the other ones he did were, were great, but that is, yeah, that, that was because when they did quantum of solace, the follow-up, which I, I do like, and I heard that if you watch it right after Casino Royale, it's like a, it's like a big movie. Yeah. And that's probably true. Um, it, it felt, wasn't that during the writer's strike too? Yes. That's what hurt it too. And I think that's what really hurt it because. Craig was actually writing some of it. Yeah. Because. And not, not to dis you know, not to dispel what Craig can do, but no, the action no. scenes were great. And I think he would admit he's not a writer, you know, no. he just, that's, they're doing the best they could. But neither is Edward Norton. And yet, you know, he, he <laughs> wrote Hulk. a part of the Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Yeah. I mean, it just goes to show that sometimes you can be a fan, but you know. Yeah, leave that to the writers. Right, I I, th- I thought it was actually pretty good, but yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, he never did get credit for that, but and that might have been why they they broke up. I don't know, but well, and I think <laughs> um, if you look at the the Daniel Craig versions, I think you go one, three, two, and four. I didn't like the last one that much. Yeah, the I, Bond girl wasn't there. There was no real connection that you could see. It was kind of forced. It was there was too many. Um, and I think by too that much flash, not enough substance. You know. And I think Bond wanted to be out, or Craig wanted to be out by the third one. And I yeah. think the fourth one was just kind of like, all right, we got the same director. I like what we're seeing. Like Skyfall is great, but it has it has a lot of flaws to it. And Christoph Waltz, I I almost believe that it would have been a better Bond if he was allowed to work or at least have. Um, Quentin Tarantino write his lines. Yeah, that seems when he does his best. Yeah. He's good, but, you know. Oh, he's wonderful. Quentin's dialogue is just. It works. It's good for him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just. Uh, I mean, I still enjoy Craig's run. I just think uh, Casino was such a. Man, it was just off to the races, you know. It was a groundbreak. We it was the best go. bond. Yeah, we were ready to go. And, yeah. you know, Quantum, I really wanted to like. And I actually, I, I go back to that one a lot. Because I think that's as close as you can get to Casino. Because it's, yeah. you know, each movie is further uh, mm-hmm. removed from Casino. Yeah. And and I kind of, it was something new at the time they tried. They kind of sequelized the story. Mm-hmm. Versus or did a like a story. part two. Yeah, yeah. So that was, I remember hearing that at the time. I was, I was like, oh boy, I don't know if I like that. But it, it turned out okay. It didn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't, you know fans dream come true to you know of, of the movie. it held but, up well enough though that the third movie did really well in the theaters oh yeah skyfall yeah, yeah. i think that broke a billion and so did um specter i think anything that craig touches in bond versus pretty well received yeah yeah and i can't wait to get see who they get the new bond um i'd really like um and i know that there's been some toss around i i don't think it's right just to go for Oh, let's just get a ethnic person, and I'm not trying to be horrible here, but I think you need to keep true to the series. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I, the name escapes me right now. He was just in Doctor Strange. Um, 
in Sherlock Holmes, the guy who... Oh, ben- Benjamin Cumberbatch? Yeah. Benedict. Benedict, Benedict. Cumberbatch. And I Benjamin. think <laughs> in that scene where he's in uh, Hugo Strange when he's in his penthouse and he suits up with the tux and looks at the the watches that are spinning around yeah. and picks that up. I mean, that just, to me, that's Bond. Mm-hmm. And the debonair voice, right. his voice is what sells me. Yeah, yeah. No, I see that, yeah. I... I, I wouldn't mind like Idris Elba. That's been the name no. they've thrown around. I, he wouldn't I, be bad either. I think it'd be I think it'd be pretty good. Like if you've seen his show Luther, he did the show for um, BBC Luther. It's like a okay. detective drama. Is that the guy who played in Thor? Yes. Okay. He's, well, he's got great charisma. Okay. I mean, he to me, he's Connery, but he you know obviously he's yeah, uh, just African American. Well, he's not African American because no, <laughs> he's no. in Britain. <laughs> African Britain, I don't know what you call it. Yeah, but anyway, he, he got he's got Connery. Uh, he's just got a Connery he's got vibe, that debonair like, style. Like Craig has that swag. too, but yeah. this guy is like big. You know, oh, he's tall. He's he's built. menacing. Yeah, I mean, Craig's really short. So. He's the, yeah, he's not the tallest gent. Yeah, but you know, he's he's brute. You know, mm-hmm. he's a force, yeah. and so I don't know. I. I I I used to like not really be open to Idris Elba just because I was like, well, how do you explain his, you know, where he came from? He's supposed to be like Scottish and German, but I yeah, mean, the whole heritage thing really... would have to be thrown out the door. But then again, Double O Seven could be though. anybody, right? They don't even have to address it. I mean, if you go back to like the '60s when they first did the Bond films, mm-hmm. uh, Ian Fleming wrote him English, mm-hmm. and Connery, you know, was Scottish, so he tweaked the character. Yeah, I mean, everybody has their own interpretation. So it's just, you know, it's not really... I don't think we have to hold it too sacred because a lot of Fleming's writings were... It could be considered now racist. I mean... Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. The way he treats women, I mean... mean, It's just bad Twilight. Yeah, right, yeah. (laughs) So it's like, if you can change those things, you know, I don't... And it's not like you have to do a whole movie about where'd you come from, you know what I mean? It's like... The only reason why they did that was just as a a mm -hmm. part of the storyline for Craig. Right, other than Skyfall, that, yeah. Other than that, you really didn't need to know. Yeah, no. I mean, you always knew he was like he was orphaned. Parents died in an avalanche accident. Little corny that Bond's like that. last name was Bond. I thought that was more of an MI6 name. Oh, right. For an agent. Yeah, because a lot of people for a while right. the theory was Bond it, is a synonym for which an would agent. be kind of cool. It'd be like yeah. a Doctor Who thing. Like they're they've all been Bond. Bonds mm-hmm. always existed, but yeah. Um, it is what it is. Yeah. No, that's all right. <laughs> to do that, I think it'd just be like, what? Like, and maybe, no. you know, Eon, they don't do bad, um, so let's give them a chance. Yeah. Let's see what they can do next. I mean, they've, they've, they've delivered. They're going through a time right now where I think the rights are kind of up in the air, like studio-wise, you know? Like, studio-wise, they've had some problems, money-wise. MGM, um, I think, has lost the rights or is going to. Uh, it's... Uh, you know, it's a lot of details, obviously, that I, I really don't understand, but... Uh, there's no way they're going to lose... No, I mean, no. there's going to be another movie eventually. No, they'll just, just have to time. partner with uh, other uh, yeah. studios, which they actually have since Craig's run. Because you'll see Sony's logo. Mm-hmm. I think you'll see Columbia's yep. with it, MGM. So, yeah, that's not probably a huge difference there. And the Craig may be out, which, yeah. honestly, I'm okay with. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. There's more talent out there. Yeah. And, you know, before they get too old, let's get them in. And Just don't join the Weinstein company so that we don't have a, have a Steve Buscemi, let's get him killed incident. <laughs> you know, every movie that Steve Buscemi's been in, yeah. the Weinstein, it ends up dead <laughs> in some sort of weird way. That wouldn't surprise me. Wood chipper, getting shot. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Oh, well, he had a good career out of it, so. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But, oh, yeah, and I forgot to, of course, mention with the Casino Royale, uh, Judy Dench. Oh. Which, you know, they kept her from mm-hmm. Rosin's uh, yep. run, which, you know, it, it's confusing, but, you know, I think what they realized was she's such a talent. Yeah. It'd be a shame to get rid of her just because continuity, you know, they're going backwards. And... I like how they wrote her out, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a perfect, and I like um, Ralph Fiennes. I, he's a hell of an actor. Yeah. And, you know... Maybe it's too bad that they wrote him in as the new M and not maybe Bond himself. Yeah, in his prime, he could have been Bond. For My sure, God. For sure. But he's, yeah. M suits him pretty well now. It does. For his age. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, Judy Dench was, was great. And she got to do more with the Craig run, I believe. You know, she 
She had a few moments in the Brosnans, which were powerful they enough. They were, but they weren't like the Goldeneye was her most powerful yeah. performance, I think, with him. And she won the Oscar Oscar for um, Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. Um, a few years after Brosnan's run started. So, yeah, she already showed that she was talented. And I think they recognized that. And they're like, well, yeah, let's bring her back, even though it doesn't, you know, make a lot of sense to some people. You know, it but was I like a, the I like the role that she took on with, with Craig, which, you know, M stood for mom. Yeah. And that's kind of the feeling that you had, like a young kid out of control. Right. And she reeled him in. Right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that was the difference. Like Brosnan, you know, addressed her as um them moving moving in a different direction like yeah. you know from the 60s you know into the 90s mm-hmm. so a woman being you know m would, m be... would be a huge deal mm-hmm. and it would kind of take some time to get used to and you know there's like a lot of sexism in that golden eye a little bit and you know she knew that she wasn't liked and it was probably mostly because she's a woman you know yeah. people questioned her her judgment whatever but of course now you know, when she was in the Craig's run, that never was on the table Mm-mm. at all. Nope. So that was kind of unique to have her play, I don't know, two different time, two different eras, that same character, even though it was, you know, they're sort of separate, you know, she's, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of hard what they've done with the canon now, but that was kind of already uh, stretching it, you know, once you got over um, uh, Roger Moore and Timothy yeah. Dalton, like, yeah. This guy wasn't the same guy. He couldn't Mm-mm. have been. You know? Nope. Nope. <laughs> exactly. He would have been 67 years old. So, <laughs> I mean, look at Connor. He's 80 now. So, yeah. Or maybe he might be close to 90. But, but anyway, yeah. Casino Royale. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Go out and buy it. I, I strongly recommend it. Even if you're not the biggest Bond fan, it's, it's one of those movies where, uh, you know. You don't need to be in the entire series to know what's going on. No. No, because it's a, it's a reboot. Yep. It's a reboot. So, and it's a reboot without it feeling like a reboot mm-hmm. in a way, you know? It's just kind of like, you can still go with it. Yeah. Even though I have all the Bond movies, and it's like kind of hard, like, well, okay, I guess these can take place now <laughs> with the Craigs, but <laughs> also uh, another huge thing to talk about, Superman mm-hmm. uh, died 24 years ago in the comics. Wow. Came back, obviously. Of course. But it did open the way for a lot of old characters to come back once he passed away. Right. Hal Jordan, you know, mm-hmm. the original Flash. Oh, you talking about Rebirth? Yeah, well, not Rebirth, but I mean, some of the stuff that happened after Superman passed away really oh, opened up DC yeah. again. Yeah, they had a lot of um, heroes uh, make an appearance for mm-hmm. his funeral and all that. But yeah, it was uh, it was a huge deal for Death of Superman at the time. You know, it made national and worldwide news. It was I like st- when Captain America passed away with a gunshot. Yeah, I mean, I, I still remember uh, watching it on TV, and then I, I wanted the book, and I mm-hmm. ended up buying two vacuum sealed editions, and plus just a regular one for me to read. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna cash out on these suckers, <laughs> and then I went to Mayhem a couple years ago, and they had one in a display case. And I was like, oh, here we go like oh 30 bucks all right regular so like well maybe we'll wait a retail. little bit longer yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah it was uh that was a huge thing obviously it was a marketing scheme you of know of course <laughs> to get people to buy into the comics again and it was unique uh do you remember that time much um i remember hearing about it it was kind of the first time that you got to see Somebody actually stronger than Superman beat him. Kind of like when Bane broke Batman's back. Mm-hmm. Had that feel to it. Um, then you find out after he comes back that, well, you know, his life force wasn't... Just went into hibernation. Kind of like he went into a uh, alien coma. Right. And then they didn't know really... I mean, they kind of explained it how he came back. You know, the, the UV rays, the sun regeneration. Then there was some, well, did Batman kind of say that maybe there were other extenuating circumstances beyond that happening for him to come back. Uh, they kind of explained it, I think, where um, they said that, um, you know, he saw his dad or something like that, and he told him that he can't die, and he came back that way. I don't know. There's yeah. there's a lot of questions out there about it. Right. Uh, it did create the uh, Reign of Superman, which is a series featuring uh, Superboy, Cyborg, Superman, Steel, and then the last son of Krypton. They each had their own run for oh, a yeah. little bit. And, you know, Steel was my favorite out of all of those. And still is. I think that would be a that'd be a great movie to have one day. Obviously, 
And I'm, I'm not talking about the Shaq movie. I don't count that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about a real steel movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That they're able to use the S and everything. Oh, where it kind of did these offshoots of different versions of Superman. Yes, yeah. yes, that was how, um, and it was a mystery to to see which ones, which one was the real Superman. Um, yeah, it was very interesting. Uh, all the characters they they developed, and of course, eventually, you know, it all worked itself out. But yeah, Steel was very memorable from that, and yeah. that was you know like a new favorite hero of mine. Still, I still hope he'll get his his due. And, you know, Batman v Superman, they used some of the elements of the comic, mm-hmm. you know, when he took on Doomsday, obviously. Um, I don't think they'll get to the reign of Superman, unfortunately. No, probably Justice not. Because Justice League's coming out, and I'm pretty sure they're not going to... They're going to have Superman in it, so... Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're going to be like, how'd you get here? Well, <laughs> that's a movie itself. Check yeah. it out, everybody. I don't know. But, yeah, we'll see. But I, I recommend checking out... Uh, Max Landis, he did this Death is Free, Death and Return of Superman. It's on YouTube. Okay. It's really funny. It explains basically <laughs> what DC was thinking when they were like, oh, let's kill Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're like, oh, comic sales are down. And oh, who's going to kill him? And they're like, uh. And they just made up the doomsday. Like, <laughs> it was, you know, it was a lot of elements. It was like Hulk mm-hmm. element and then a few other things. So it, it's pretty it's pretty funny. It sums it up, you know, yeah. um, what, where they were going at the time and kind of how ridiculous it was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's how it goes. <laughs> uh, so uh, something very interesting broke last week. Uh, apparently, back when they were making Star Wars, yes, Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford they had a, a affair. Well, why not? And she was nineteen, and he was thirty-four. Well, so, then that's a tad creepy. Yeah. Well, he she said that he was gentle. I don't know if that meant talking or... He's always been a gentle talker after, you know, after the movies. That's not how the Force works. (laughs) So apparently it's a story she put in her new book. Uh, I think it's called The Princess Diarist. But, I mean, they were using drugs on the set. (laughs) They were. I mean, that stuff was, was talked about quite a bit. So, And, you know, the fact that George Lucas said that there's no underwear in outer space... I'm sure Harrison Ford got a whiff of that, or you know, <laughs> not in that way, but I'm just saying. <laughs> ah, let's go kill some. Smells like up dog in here. <laughs> What's that? Shut up, Luke. Don't get caught. Yeah, you. and then and then you hear. I don't know if it's true or not. Um, you know, Luke accidentally bumped into, almost bumped into that. In one of the rooms or something. I don't know. <laughs> Bumped into what? Into that whole thing going down. Oh, okay. You know, the birds and the bees. By the way, that would be a weird thing and to see, cocaine. wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, of course, many fans were pleased by this. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they were. <laughs> I guess when she uh, Carrie Fisher told Ford that she was going to reveal this in her book, he jokingly said lawyer. So. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care. He's not married no. anymore. I mean, he's married now, but I don't think that to his wife yeah. he had then he wasn't married to her anymore. So it's not yeah. like, uh, oh, let's celebrate sixty years, honey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot to tell you back in the day. I, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> she was my student. <laughs> I don't know. Could do the Kessel Run in nine parsecs. <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting, though. It's like. Did they? I wonder if they. Maybe the book goes into details, so you know, go buy the book. But maybe. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's not like Fifty Shades of Grey detail. Well, no. <laughs> Ford's like, I built this room. Yeah. He was a carpenter then. So. Yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> Lots of wood. He undid my buns. <laughs> Which spaceballs beautifully. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> made earmuffs. <laughs> oh, oh, hail President Scrooge! <laughs> and you can buy like a lot of Princess Leia costumes have the earmuffs now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the so, hair bun because it probably take you hours to do that. Oh yeah, you, unless you had long hair and some extensions or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was I was shocking. I was like, wow. I guess I never really thought that. Well, but, you're spending a long time with a person that you maybe like, or you you're supposed to have a love interest with. So that's the thing; they didn't even kiss in the movie. You know what I mean? Like in the first one, you would one? think the second and third one would be more time yeah. affair. Like the first yeah. one, they're just kind of 
running around. They're not really, you know, and Luke's got probably more to do with her, but I don't know. It's it's interesting. I mean, she was, I think that might have been her first movie, so. Probably. She just was taking it all in, so. <laughs> you think Harrison used the old casting couch technique? <laughs> yeah, let's go read lines in <laughs> <Yeah>. my trailer. <laughs> Why is there a spring poking out of the seat? Oh, it's hot in here. Let me take these off. Uh, <laughs> Han shot first. <laughs> Anywho. I'll show you a lightsaber. <laughs> so we got some trailers to talk about. Um Valurin in the City of Thousand Planets. I saw this yesterday. It, it looks really good. It's um stars uh Kara Delvingi. She's uh she played Delavine. Uh, yeah, she played Huntress in Suicide Squad. Okay. And it's uh and Dane Dehan. He was the kid in Chronicle who lost his mind. And Mitch's favorite actor, Ethan Hawke. Oh god. Training Day fame. Oh. And Clive Owen from Sin City fame. Really? Yeah. It's it's a trippy movie. It's it's like, uh, well, the director, Luke uh, Besson, he did Fifth Element. So it's kind of got some of that going on. A little familiarity there. Uh, it's really, the visuals are amazing. And uh, they're time travelers, I guess. And they're investigating uh, Galactic Empire. Yeah. Um, the, just two, a team of two, mm-hmm. uh, the main stars, and then the other ones pop up, you know, other places. I, I didn't even see Ethan Hawke in the trailer, I don't think, but it looks like a good time. It okay. really does. So, yeah, I recommend checking that out. Absolutely. Um, Kong, Skull Island. Looks good. Yeah, that the first huge trailer was released. Um, it's a 1970s setting. Mm-hmm. It's a huge cast. Uh, beautiful visuals. It looks it looks epic in scale. I mean, yeah. it's just it's a big movie. It's a new story. It seems it's not the typical. Yeah, making they, a Hollywood movie mm-hmm. and they bring the beast back to New York and we all know what happens. Yeah, and, it's got Sam Jackson in it. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's pretty much in everything. that's great. Pretty even much. If it, even if it's not great, it's great in its own yeah. way. Like Snakes on a Plane, I guess. But. Oh, that movie wouldn't have done crap without him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's starring uh, Brie Larson, mm-hmm. fresh off her Oscar win uh, from The Room, and she's going to be Miss Marvel. Yep. So that's that's cool. Tom nope. Hiddleston. Oh, yeah. Loki. Yep. So you got those two in the Marvel Universe there. Well, shit. You got Samuel Jackson, too. Yeah. John Goodman, is he going to be a superhero? Or... <laughs> the just thing. to do the Red Roof in commercials. He could. Thing. Just the voice, you know. But uh, John C. Riley. Which is funny, like he's a great actor, but he has his big beard, you know. Oh, weird. And uh, he's been there in the island for a while. Okay. So you know he introduces himself to all these new new people, Brie Larson and them, because they were just going into the island to, I don't know, gather a few. I don't know what the hell they were doing. It has something to do with the war at the time, mm-hmm. in Vietnam. I believe. Oh, okay. So they took they took the choppers in there, and she's there as a photographer, but. Obviously, you know, uh, they encounter King Kong and there's other creatures, too. So, of course, Kong's not really the villain. He's kind of like Godzilla. He's Mm -hmm. just that's where he lives. Leave him alone. And these beasts come out and he's like killing them. And yeah, it looks like it looks like a a fun ride. So we'll we'll give it a chance. uh, Yeah, I think it'd be. I don't think it's a continuation of the uh, Peter Jackson movie. Obviously, it can't be the same Kong because the other one passed away. Spoilers. It's like, how many times can you kill Uncle Ben? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let's do it again. Tony showed you. <laughs> Remember that? Well, let's do it again. Yep. So, yeah, it looks it looks really good. I, I You know, I, I remember when they started uh, talking about making it. I think Mark, Michael Keaton originally was going to be in it, and that, that fell through. And I really started questioning, like, do we need this? Is this going to be any good? But yeah. I think you're kind of setting it up for a possible Godzilla King Kong crossover. Okay. I think that's what they're going for. Gotcha. It's it looks better than the Godzilla we just got, even yeah. though that that's that's a pretty good film, I think. But yeah, this uh, this new one looks really really good, and uh, I'm interested to. I'll, I'll definitely go check it out. I think yeah. it'll be a fun movie. Um, but yeah, that uh, looks better than I thought. That's for sure. 
But, you know, of course, it's just a trailer. So. Of course. <laughs> Ghost in the Shell trailer mm-hmm. came out. Yep. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, you know, she's, wrong there. she's great. She's beautiful, good actress, picks feels, good parts. Feels a little bit like uh, Blade Runner a little bit. Yeah, a lot, of, movie. a lot of that. It's based off the uh, animation series, anime series uh, back in 95. Uh, she's a cyborg policewoman. Really cool. Um, I love the... I love everything about it. Yeah, I got I got a lot of Blade Runner um, mm-hmm. from it. Ex Machina. Yeah, that's in the too. suit and the, the yeah mechanisms. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that special effects have really come a long way. And there's actually um, a clip you can find of her becoming the robot Ooh. from you know like you know when they build a Terminator. Yeah, you know it's kind of like that, but they show. They they show her brain being put in, and I believe she was human or something. It's oh, very like mysterious. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. But yeah, they her endoskeleton. They like put it in this, uh, put it through this goo, and then it becomes skin, and it becomes a shell, and then it breaks. So I think that's how they get the ghost in the shell. Of oh, course, that makes sense. Everybody listening to us who knows the show is like, yeah, you idiots, you don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's usually how I know about... I did see the show back in the day, a few episodes. I never really knew what was going on, but it was on Cartoon Network and, you know, when they would play those at night. Yeah. I just was like, oh, that's uh, so bad. So put me to sleep. Actually, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. So this movie looks great, though. I've yeah. actually watched a video where they compare the intros to the anime uh, series to this, and it's pretty Match spot on. So, yeah, they that's really good. did pay uh, fan service and... So far, the fans have been happy. Uh, when she was first cast, they weren't happy because it was kind of like whitewashing. Yeah. It's an Asian character. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she has that look where she could probably be Asian. You know, it's not like, you know, it's not like uh, the whitest <laughs> girl in Hollywood no. playing her or anything. But, you know, it, it shouldn't probably be what it's about anyway. It's No. Let's see if we can go, do a storyline. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's a great actress. If Marvel can't give her a superhero solo movie, then keep going and do these other parts you know i don't know it's just crazy how yeah i think uh she's definitely a, a great actress and i'm sure she took this part because she saw something great in it yeah you know and it looks like that's that's coming through in the trailer so more more to come on that of course i'll definitely check that out i'm sure that'll be a you know huge movie i hope you know yeah that'd be really good so uh green hornet it's going to get rebooted again. All right. Uh, be a contemporary spin, more realistic. Um, Gavin O'Connor, he directed The Accountant with Ben Affleck. That okay. just came out months ago. Mm-hmm. It was number one for a while, and I heard great things about that. But it's his project with Paramount. Okay. So, yeah, it's going to um, yeah, it's gonna be uh, more serious. It's not going to be like the comedy Seth Rogen did back in 2011. Which, you know, some people hate, some people like. I'm kind of idling. Early stage I have the movie. comic, yeah. Like, I, there's, there's a lot about it I like. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think um, I think Green Hornet deserves the serious treatment, you know. Uh, it's getting it, to make it, it a little bit always, more serious. Yeah, it was always a little darker. And, uh, you know, of course, for people who don't know who the Green Hornet was, he, he was um, Brett Reeves. He, was, he inherited a newspaper his father ran. And he's he's pretty much like Bruce Wayne. Okay. I guess he did some bad stuff before he uh, became Green Hornet. It's kind of like a redemption story. Sure. And he had his trusty sidekick, Kato, which made Bruce Lee famous back in the 60s. I mean, that's it was called the Kato Show overseas, you know. <laughs> but, man, that what a powerful uh, uh, presence he gave, you know, with the Kato part. I think the show only ran like a, a season. Well, it was still a it was still a huge um, impact, you know. It, People it would always paved the way him. for other things. Yeah, it yeah. Would al- they'd always remember Kato, and and that was uh, you know when they casted Kato last time in the movie, that was a big deal. And I remember years ago they were going to do the Green Hornet, and uh, I think Jet Li was being thrown around. That wouldn't have been bad. Well, I think at, at the time it would have been okay. Like we're talking ninety eight. Oh, okay. It wasn't too mm, old yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're still kind of stretching it, but I don't know. It, people, people saw the Black Mask movie mm-hmm. he did, and it basically looked a looks lot like Kato. Like yeah. yeah, it is Kato, pretty much. So he, he kind of pulled it off, but yeah, it's uh, um, it's just a hard role to to you know cast recast because Bruce Lee just defined that character. But 
I'll be interested to see what uh, who they're gonna find. I, I just don't know anyone out there right now who's you know I would say the dude who played Storm Shadow was it in the GI Joe movie? Uh, see, he was, yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I don't. He know was in the Magnificent Seven, the remake. Oh, okay, sure. I could see him possibly. I don't know. You know, they might just do an unknown. Who knows? And the guy they had last time with Seth, Seth Rogen wasn't too bad, but. I don't know. It'll be it'll be a tough cast, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, I always kind of envisioned it as a television series again, like on the CW or something, you know. Yeah, give it a little bit more. But I I am glad they're they're going to make it serious again. I think it deserves that. Um, you know, they're planning to reinvent his origins, so it'll be it'll be a fresh start. And I think uh, I think he'll finally get his due. I mean, this is a character that's been around for a very long time. I think it's about as long as Batman has. Oh wow! He had serials back in the 30s and 40s, mm-hmm. I believe. So, um, kind of a ridiculous mask he wore back then. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if Kato was in there or not. Um, quick uh, Han Solo mention: uh, the movie they're currently shooting. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if they're shooting yet, but a lot of casting's going on. This one just broke. Uh, uh, how do you say her name? Amelia a- Clark. Oh, Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Okay, yeah. she's on Game of Thrones, yep. and she was in that Terminator Genesis movie, which you know she did a pretty good job. But anyway, she's been added to the movie. Perfect. Uh, not really many details on her character. She'll obviously bump into Han and um, uh, Lando. Yeah. Which you know is <laughs> being played by. Um, Donald Glover, yeah. So it's a it's a big cast. Adding hers, uh, probably probably gonna be good. Um, I imagine she'll probably be a love interest. Who knows? <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> probably won't be Sarah Connor. That's for sure. No, thank but. God. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I got to go see uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them mm-hmm. um, this past weekend. It's the prequel to the Harry Potter series. It's also written by J.K. Rowling's. Mm-hmm. And it stars Eddie Redmayne and Colin Farrell. A few other stars in there, but yeah. those are the two big ones. Uh, this is set in the 20s. Uh, it's got a lot of nice references to Hogwarts and all the Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah, yep. Uh, the acting's great. Um, uh, huge props to Dan Fogler. He plays Kowalski in this. It's a human character. Mm-hmm. He's basically our way into the story. Oh, okay. We've kind of seen it through his sure. eyes in a way. Uh, this guy's done. He's very funny. He's uh, I think he did that ping pong movie years ago. Um, I forgot what it's called, but Christopher Walken was in it. It was a weird movie, but mm-hmm. uh, he's in. He's been in Fanboys. Oh, sure. Very talented. Yeah. And I, I hope this kind of gets him into the be a star, a bigger star than he is now. I mean, he's funny and he can really act and convey emotion. So yeah, he he was really a joy to to see, and a lot of people liked his character. You could tell. So yeah, that was uh, that was cool. I, I'm glad he finally kind of got a big part, you know, because it's movie's made a ton of money so far, and it's uh, yeah, it's gonna done be very seen well, by very more well. and more people. So yeah, it's really it's really good. Uh, you know, it's a lot to take in, but it's easy to follow. I I don't remember all the names they threw around. I never those Lord of the Rings movies and the Harry Potter. Yeah, like, they've got I don't so know any of the characters. Names. I again, yeah. crisscrossed and all that, but uh, you know, it, I kind of felt. The way I felt when I first saw the first Harry Potter movie mm-hmm. back in the day, uh, it's a little different. It's a more grown-up movie, but it kind of had that the same feelings, you know, of like, oh, this is really cool. This is this is something special, and a lot of people, are, you know, a lot of kids would probably dig it. And it's kind of a nice fresh start because I, I didn't I didn't see the rest of the Harry Potter movies. You know, uh, I you... saw some here and there, but I actually own all of them, so. I'm just lazy because they're like three hours long. <laughs> they are excessively long. Like, I gotta long. really put you know time, the time to do it. Um, but yeah, it was a great movie. It was a great experience, and uh, I look forward to the future installments because that's they plan on making more. Oh, good. So yeah, good. It was it was really good. I strongly go. Uh, I strongly recommend going out and checking it out. It's, uh, it's worth your t- it's worth your time and your money. So, yeah. I mean, I know there's a lot else, uh, a lot of other movies out there right now, and. But if you're a Harry Potter fan, definitely go check yeah, it out. Definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, TV news. Uh, Marvel's uh, Marvel TV is going to have an Inhumans series. 
Uh, it's going to be on ABC. It's going to premiere in IMAX, I guess, the first episode, which I thought was kind of, I don't know, weird. But, <laughs> but you know, people probably go see it. I mean, it. It might help it have a big boost, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be out in the fall uh, 2017. Okay. Uh, this concept was introduced in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., these oh, humans. Sure. Uh, they're superhumans with powers. That's what they are, so... Yeah, that I when I announced that IMAX thing, I was like, "Really? I don't know if you want to do that, but okay." <laughs> you know, it's like it's TV, but well, not to give it a bad rap, but you yeah. know, it's uh, Agents of Shield isn't really doing fantastic, but this might help. Yeah, maybe, maybe uh, I do like what they're doing with Ghost Rider, so yeah, I think it, it might be a successful campaign. We'll see, but. CW is having a huge crossover event because, you know, they have Supergirl, Arrow, mm-hmm. Flash, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. They have tons of people, tons of heroes right now. So, yeah, they are going to have a big crossover event. Deathstroke's going to appear. Sweet. He hasn't been around since season three of Arrow, I believe. Wow. Uh, they're going to be taking on some aliens as well. First installment kicks off Monday, November 28th. Okay. With Supergirl. Sure. And then, yeah, so I've, I'm have i behind on all those shows, so it might be a good time to just watch that whole crossover event and kind of catch up, maybe. <laughs> yep. I don't know. You know, I'm sure there's a few things you could go back and, oh, yeah, that's that's what happened. Okay, sure. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's really cool. That channel is pretty much the DC channel now, mm-hmm. so, which is okay. Yeah. They had Superman on there. That was great. It was really, did you happen to check that one out? Uh, not yet. I will. Yeah, it's really good. It's really yeah. good. But a lot of people thought it was finally a Superman they wanted, you know, mm-hmm. versus the Cavalli's kind of serious. But I still like them both. I think you can. I'm going to give them a chance, though, for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 That's pretty much all I have. I don't know if you got anything to add. I don't. Uh, I just can't wait. Uh, but uh, have a happy holiday. Yes. yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Same to you and everybody yes. out there. Get some turkey, potatoes, get pie. stuffed. Get stuffed. <laughs> yes. Go see a movie. Yes, please do. After you, well, after you eat. Yeah, give it a little time. Yeah, give it a little time, or just fall asleep on the couch or chair, whatever. Yeah. Drink up if you got some in-laws you can't stand. <laughs> Tis the season. Talk about of. the Han Solo Leia affair. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Black Friday shopping. Yes. You going to do any of that? I think so. I think uh, Allie and I are probably going to wake up pretty early and get that done, so we'll see. Go hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Just for movies, of course. Yeah, that's all I ever do. That's yeah. the best deals. Screw the TVs. I got enough of those. So. <laughs> but yeah, I'd like to remind everyone out there to check us out on Facebook, Podbean, YouTube, Twitter, iTunes, it's our website, fieldygeeks.com. Uh, it's our full uh, catalog of shows we've done over a year now. Yeah. So, yeah, go check that out. There's a huge variety. Um, let us know what you think. Please. Really proud of what we've done. Uh, also, read up on Steve's comic blog, stevescomicblog.com, and Plume Snake. Yes. A great source for uh, comics, uh, you know, involving artists and writers. Very talented. Currently, they have that seven-day free trial, which no credit cards required. Please check is, that out. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. That's huge. Huge, huge. Uh, plumesnake.com. Yes. So with that said, I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Bye.